two, one. Whoa! What's up? <laughs> it's my birthday. Happy I'm bir- one. Happy birthday, everybody! One year ago, hopefully. Yeah, no, no, no. Exactly today, at the time of this release, exactly one year prior, was the same day of the year that we released our first Nobody Loves You podcast. Um, Since then, there's a lot of new people who listen to the podcast, so we fucking love you. It's actually very, very nice to know and see and hear People like listening to our podcast every week. It's fucking and telling us how stupid we are. That too. That's I nice. Lo- I, I like that. The, we love all the fucking comments. Uh, one guy in particular, he comments on every fucking video. You're the man. Uh, you like my diaper? That's Carl's I'm diaper. I'm a baby. I'm one. Carl got some depends this morning, <laughs> and then he put them on backwards, and his cock was showing. So he, but. This one's okay. I got clean coverage. I think I could even spread for it. <laughs> there might be a random a time. If it randomly blurs, the video randomly blurs. It's because, because a ball fell out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Happy birthday. Uh, last night, yesterday. We've was- gotten into a few different grooves since we started the podcast in 2018. And then it's always kind of fallen well, out. Yeah, there's some new people. We've always been moving. There's some new people at the pod, so like, if you don't know, we used to do a podcast back when Carl and I were both in college. It was so unhinged. I mean, I mean this is not any. <laughs> uh, this is no level of professionalism that most podcasts are on, right? It's one camera. It's us. It's these fucking. It's nothing, right? But when we were doing it before, the first podcast we ever did, I don't. I really think. Carl, like, you know, like the meme, it's like, oh, dude, we should start a podcast. I don't, do you remember what the conversation was, why we started a podcast? No. Because I was living in Boston. Yeah. And you were living in Philadelphia. And we did it on the phone the first time? I think and we recorded a phone call? Yeah. I think you and I used to just call each other, and then we would have like hour and a half, two hour conversations on the phone. And then I think I have, I probably someone was like, we should record this. And then we yeah. recorded, yeah, the first one's over the phone. Um, and then we did it at, at my house with one camera in the kitchen with a fucking, with one microphone in between us, the USB microphone. We've upgraded, we've downgraded, we've gone through but, multiple different versions. But, 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 that was a different podcast. That was, it was originally called See a Dude, and we sold that name, actually. Not a fucking lie, if you haven't heard that story. It was awesome. It was the middle of COVID. It was summertime, 2020. Neither of us got... Stimulus checks, and we were both working at a gas station together. Fucking sucked. And a guy DM'd us and asked us for the name because he was doing a YouTube channel. And we're like, fuck that. Like, the name's so good. And, like, yeah, the podcast isn't like crazy right now, but if we keep doing it, it could really turn into something. And I remember specifically because I was, um, I was on a camping trip, and Carl. Oh, that's right. Carl called me. He was like, "Yo, check the check like our DMs. Like some dude just DM'd us." So I read it, and then I remember telling Carl verbatim. I was like, "I mean, I don't want to sell it because for the reasons Carl said. Like, if the podcast blew up, it's a great name, whatever. It's is what it is." I was like, "But let's just throw it out there. Let's just see if he offers us something crazy. Like, I don't know, a thousand dollars." So I DM'd him back, and I was like, "What was your price point that you're thinking?" And he said, 
$5,000. And we said, yes. We said, please, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So then we sold the fucking name. We changed the name of the podcast to like the School Hill Podcast. Podcast, which was a fucking stupid name. Um, That was the street that Carl grew up on or some shit like that. Some dumb thing like that. Yeah. Uh, And then when we moved out here. Mm. We got it going again. Yeah, when we moved out from Philadelphia to Los Angeles, we knew that we wanted to restart the pod. And then I think one night, we're like, all right, we got to come up with a better name. And then somebody was like, what do you guys say all the time? I think it was Justine was like, nobody loves you. Yeah. And and it was just like, all right, sick. Boom, done. Anyway, so to commemorate, here you go, husband. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> we got each other cards. <laughs> Carl's to me says, I love you forever and always. Very cute. Uh, yes, even when you loudly announce to everyone in, there in the house that you've really got to poop, even then, with a little poop emoji that jiggles. It's very appropriate <laughs> given our last conversation. Mine says, hey, babe, and it's a slice of pizza. And said... I'd like a pizza dad ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Happy shit. anniversary to my sexy better half. <laughs> As you can tell. Uh. With the diapers. Oh, shit. So what would you guys do? Did you guys watch the Super Bowl? I hope you did. I don't want to talk too much about it because I'm not qualified to have a sports podcast. But here goes. Um, If you haven't, if you don't follow football, you if you do follow football, you all saw it. I'm sure you've you've seen it. If you haven't seen it, you're probably going to see it on, on fucking Twitter today. Mr. Travis Kelsey, Mr. Travis Swift himself, assaulting poor, uh, poor. A, a geriatric man. <laughs> poor Andy Reid. Andy Reid is the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs. He used to be the head coach of the Eagles. He is an old fucking man. He's like 75. He's very overweight. If you've seen the State Farm commercial with Patrick Mahomes where they're just feeding Andy Reid cheeseburgers. He's like, I want those chicken nuggies. That's Andy Reid. This old man, Travis Kelsey, fucking... Not, he didn't assault him. He didn't like punch him in the fucking face. But he like yelled at him. And yelled he, like, at him and like, fucking along. shoulder checked him. I just felt so bad for Andy Reid. Travis dude. Kelsey is a fucking like six foot six NFL tight end, and he just walked in angrily into an old man. Yeah, it was fucked up. Could you imagine it. if you saw somebody do that at like Starbucks? You'd be like, "Yo, fuck you." True. True. Like, yeah, it's it's that's inappropriate workplace relationships, and he's using an unfair power dynamic of being the most popular NFL player in the league. It's really, and it really Taylor Swift. If any other player on the team did that, other than Patrick Mahomes, they'd probably get pulled from the game. They'd probably get ejected by the referees. You can't do that. The uh, cunt. If you, <laughs> if you, we played fantasy football this year for the first time, and I started following this guy called the Fantasy Counselor, and he's just this. Fu- I think he's from Boston. He's really funny. He's really funny. Sometimes he just says ridiculous stuff, but he was going off. This is assault! This is assault! Assault on a senior citizen! It's just so fucking ridiculous. But he said the same shit. He was like, if any other player did that, he'd be ejected from the game. Yeah. Um, Bitch. Yeah. I so. had Travis Kelsey on my fantasy team all year, and I gotta say, 
doesn't live up to the fucking hype. Yeah. But Boy sucks. Super Bowl. It was quite exciting. I got to tell you guys. End. I got to tell you. Usher. I think we talked about it on the pod. I don't I don't think I was super excited for Usher. I'm pretty uh, sure I've said multiple times, fuck Usher, who gives a fuck? Yeah. This and leading up to the I show. know for a fact that a handful of you guys in the comment section felt the same way, if not stronger, that fuck Usher, right? And we weren't excited for the uh, the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm a prideful man. However, I'm here to swallow that pride hard. Usher, Usher killed it. Usher killed it uh, yesterday. He, <sighs> Usher put on the most Super Bowl halftime show ever. Bro. Yeah, and I'm, it's the most Super Bowl halftime show halftime show. I thought that the utilization of his, um, excuse me, sorry. I thought that the utilization of the marching band stuff was so tasteful and so unique and so good. It just like you've seen that. Everyone saw the the meme this year that was going around. It was like this is the original Super Bowl halftime show, and it was like the just like the ladies just like dancing, you know, like the cheerleaders or whatever. I on didn't like, see that, but yeah, cool. it shows like that, and then it shows like fast forward to Rihanna like floating, and it's like what a difference. And then so using the marching band, I'm, I don't, I know that Usher's not the only person to ever do that. I'm not saying that. Uh, I know they use marching band, but he really utilized it. Like, in I could hear, uh, I could, I could hear it in like the arrangement of the song too, not just using them as a prop, right? Like, I could hear a marching snare utilized in the songs, uh, which I thought it was just super cool. I thought it was it was uh, a great take. I didn't want to like it. I started. I was like, here we go. It's gonna suck, especially because I, uh, I we we were betting that. On what he was going to open with. I, th I, thought, I thought he was going to open with, oh my god. Oh man. Would have been sick. Would have been well, sick. Well, I realize, I didn't realize this, but that was never going to happen. Because that is it, the song features Will I Am. And he's never going to start the halftime show with a feature. Like, it's going to be just him. Oh. I didn't realize that when we were all talking about it. But there was no way that he was going to open with, oh my god. Like, that's mm. Will I Am that sings that. With the auto tune, mm. like they would have never started with "Will I Am." It's yeah, because the "Oh my" wouldn't even be Usher. it wouldn't even be him. Yeah, so it was a stupid it was a stupid bet. But but it, the progression of his of his performance I thought was awesome. Like he uh, started off like kind of slow, and by the end it was it was huge and it was big, and he was sweaty and he was dancing and he was shit. really sweaty, bro. I felt bad for Alicia Keys when he was like up on her. He I was, was like, yo, that's gross, he was, dude. He he's was fucking dripping, dripping wet. <laughs> um, <laughs> then he put on roller skates, dude. The roller skate shit was fucking awesome. Yeah, Come dude, on, it was crazy. And then the marching band spelled out Usher on the field. That was a big one. Also, <laughs> I don't know if everybody caught it, but go back and watch it when Little John. When they cut oh, to yeah. Little John in the in the and audience, he's doing some dude in the back left corner gets fucking yeeted into yeah. the air Turned like down 15 for what? feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Uh, um, uh, yeah, all of the 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 guests, features, whatever, co-stars, they were all yeah. sick. Alicia Keys was sick. Little John and Ludacris fucking killed it. Yeah, Will I Am was sick. Little John Connor, it, it, he is. <laughs> I know it's not the same. But the way Lil John was on stage for the rest of the performance kind of reminded me when Snoop Dogg was on stage. Like, 
just doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Just kind of gets up there. And just like fuck yeah. It reminded <laughs> me of Twenty One Savage during uh, the end of Burna Boys at the Grammys. Grammy performance, like. Yeah. Because it's so well choreographed, but you're not going to get 21 Savage to do choreography. (laughs) So he's just kind of standing there like... Dude, the whole time I was thinking, I think the reason I was extra blown away and and satisfied with Usher's performance was because... um, Hang on, where am I? Uh, Was... We're just coming off the Grammys, and you you, you saw our Grammy episode, you know that Carl and I were not super, super Happy. uh, happy... With a lot of the performances at the Grammys. Granted, we didn't see all of them. So if you're going to be like, well, fucking do a leap. We didn't see that one. Um, <laughs> but the whole time, I, all this, this amazing choreography was going on in the, in the moving parts. It's like, I was like, that is what a, a televised concert performance needs to look like when it's like the Grammys or the Super Bowl halftime show. And I like you could say like oh well like you know not all artists are going to do like dance moves. Like not everybody's going to be Usher like doing that shit, right? <laughs> but correct. And I understand, but uh, look at look at Kendrick's someone asked me what the my favorite Grammy performance ever was. It's Kendrick. It's Kendrick. Kendrick's not Do you reply to that comment too? I did also. Yeah, Kendrick. Um, yeah. Kendrick is the best Grammy performance ever. In 2016, period, 100%. After To Pimp a Butterfly, that he I think he yeah. does he does all right and I think he does Black of the Berry. It's the best. It's the best. And Kendrick's yeah, Kendrick's not doing the robot. Okay? But he had moving parts. He had he had visual couple different story- scenes and like visual storytelling, choreography, and then Usher utilized that while still dancing with those dancers. It and was, roller skates. Come on, roller skates are hot. When was the last time you were on roller skates? I, I'll tell you when. When you were nine and you fell and scraped your knee and cried about it. Yeah, you Usher, fucking suck at skating, dude. At, Usher at forty-five years old, by the way, taking off his shirt and looks better than. All of us. Sex robot. At 45 years old is on fucking roller skates, dancing his ass off, and also a phenomenal singer. Bruh. Yeah. That was that was not... Um, oh, well, everybody knows that Usher's a phenomenal singer. Everybody does? Yeah, dude, it's Usher. <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> yeah, it's Usher, But that bro. was a live mic, for sure. You know what, though? Don't quote me. I mean, I'm on a... I don't. I think her might have had a fake guitar player. Had a fake guitar. It's possible. I was watch. I just watched a video this morning. When I we forgot that her came out. This morning, I just I just saw the video. Maybe the video I was watching, the audio was a little bit displaced. So maybe it was just the video I saw. But if just the video I saw matches everything else, I'll check later. I think it was fake. Cause that's they, hard to fucking do to lip sync guitar solos. That's, that's crazy. True. Like that would be really, really tough to make it look at all convincing. So yeah, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I didn't. I guess I didn't really know her played guitar like that. I've never listened to a her song to be honest. Yes, you have. Who? Uh, who's on first? Yeah, her is the new. <laughs> that was. It was like the who's on first thing. It was like what are the everyone who's that? It's her. And it's like I know who is she. It's her. Uh, oh one of the funniest fucking things that happened at the Super Bowl party we were at is that the host of the party, who's a good friend of ours, Jack. Shout out Jack. He uh, 
Usher comes out and he goes, whoa, I didn't know like Usher could dance like that. Everybody's like, dude, that's like his like half of his draw is like that he's a phenomenal dancer. And he's like, oh, shit. He goes, I wish I could dance like that. <laughs> that's the craziest thing ever is be like, I wish I could dance like Usher can. <laughs> It's like he did do a little bit hilarious. He did do a little bit of that. Like, if you haven't seen it, you know, remember like in 2000 and uh, like 12 when everybody was like dancing to dubstep, making their body look like we like Dasha did do a little bit of that. <laughs> it made me laugh. He did like that thing where like it's not moonwalking, but it's yeah. like shuffling feet around. Whoa, and whoa, like easy there, buddy. You're going to your depends are going to come undone. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um. Uh, yeah, and also there were some other people at our Super Bowl party. I'm sure they were at yours too. Where like by the end of it, they were like, "Fuck that! I fucking sucked." If you're one of those people, you're a fucking bummer. You're a bummer. That was a really, uh, that was an objectively good halftime performance. Yeah, something that I said. I think this is a pretty good take. Is that Usher kind of achieved what I think? Coldplay, Bruno Mars, and Beyonce tried to achieve, but it just, to me, even when I was really, I was pretty young when they did that halftime show. I don't know, bro. It's kind of like a little awkward. I just didn't like the mixture of fucking, uh, the fuck is the singer in Coldplay? Steve Martin. What's his name? Steve Martin. Mar- Martin something. What? Of Coldplay? Coldplay. The lead singer. What's his name? Yeah. Whatever. Him. Like, it was just weird, like... They did Paradise, and then Beyonce came out. It was just like it was a weird mix. Everybody on stage yesterday felt like they they were supposed to be yeah, on stage together. Like, and then also genre like, wise, everybody like meshed, but it wasn't like the same thing. It was way more hype than Dr. Dre and his whole thing. That one, I wasn't a big fan of that. One. Yeah, that kind of fell flat for me. Won't lie, and I love every single artist that was there. Like, yeah, me too. You're doing great. Anyway, the bubble bowl was solid. Yeah, it was good. Uh, the game was kind of boring until the second half, and then it I, got they, exciting. That we don't care about that part. We don't. But yeah, man. Happy Super Bowl! It was it was sick. Um, I am upset that the Chiefs won. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah, I mean, although I the one good thing that has come out of the Chiefs winning. Is uh, Fletcher Cox is fucking talking so much shit on the 49ers. It's Which awesome. One? Who's Fletcher Cox? He's our defensive lineman. By ours, he means the Eagles. Birds. Sorry, he's the Eagles defensive lineman. He's like a veteran Eagles mm. player. And the 49ers talked all this shit on the Eagles the whole year after we lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl last year. And then... Last night after the Chiefs won, he added Debo Samuel and said, I still got something that you don't. Like, keep the Eagles name out of your fucking mouth. Damn. I was like, holy shit. Fletcher Cox didn't give a fuck. He's probably going to retire. So he's like, fuck you, Debo. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, shit. Yeah. What else you want to talk about, Carl? I mean, we just talk about the Super Bowl. <laughs> like we're not really that well inv- I'm not real well informed enough at fucking sports to keep going. Um I did want to share with you guys one video that I saw. What the fuck was his name? Uh his name is Paul Keaton. Kenton? Paul- Kenton. Kenton? Keaton. That's what you wrote. I don't know. I Kenton? Don't 
Anyway, this guy. Hey, I was trying to find it. I was trying to find it. This, I guess, this dude does like splatter paint, and it's like. Right, he just kind of splatters it, and it looks like it's just nonsense. It looks like it's going to be an abstract painting, right? And then by the end of it, it's an actual painting uh, of like a city. I think it's New York or something like that. Um, so here, I'll just I'll take some screenshots and I'll make it. This is like how it starts. It's just like him doing it, and then this is the final product. Uh, it really it just blew my fucking mind that um, he would do that, and it made me. Want to paint? No. It made me think about my snare drum guy. Your snare drum guy? Oh. I've been me. I haven't wanted to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> because why, why did it make you think about that? Because I, I didn't want to talk about this on the podcast. I probably just won't clip this. But for you guys who do the whole thing, you'll know my opinions. There's a guy on Instagram and TikTok that plays a snare drum. And he just plays a snare drum. If you don't know, if you want to call it playing. The snare drum is what they play in the marching band, but it's also one drum a part of a whole drum set. The one like boom, gut. Like boom, if you boom, ever want the you, gut is a snare drum. If you ever want to clap along to a song, you should you should intuitively be clapping along with the snare drum. This guy does this thing. That is supposed to be art, and it's everything about high art that pisses me off. Basically, he goes and he just gets, stands in the middle of a crowd in a big circle, and he just like smacks the snare drum, and he takes a microphone and he rubs it, and then he just like will like throw it and then pick it back up, and it's spastic, and it's. This is why I didn't want to talk about it because it's art. I get it. I fucking get it. It's art. You're allowed to express yourself in any way you want. And it's kind of cool. It's like, oh, shit. But, like, that's the whole performance. I guess it's not him that pisses me off. It's the people watching that are like. It's the people watching. Because there's some people like, whoa, that's crazy. And they're, like, kind of smiling. And I feel that when I, I, connect, I connect with that when I'm like, all right, that's, that's cool. Like, he just, he just headbutted the snare drum. Like, that's fun. But then there's some people who are like. What do you think he's saying about when he takes that microphone and presses it into his fucking sphincter? Like, it's just, I'm not a fan, I don't think anybody is, of that, like, finding, trying to, it's like outward projection of your appreciation for artwork. But this splatter paint guy made me think about that. I was like, damn, that, like, because it starts off and it seems crazy. And I, you could see, like, a bunch of people like, yes, yes, indeed, it's... It's giving um intelligence, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then by the end, it's actually this fucking awesome, beautiful piece of artwork that involves a, a massive amount of skill to get there. Yes, skill utilized through chaos. It's 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 beautiful. I love it. And I'm a big fan. That's real art. Yeah. And to you, snare drum man, get a fucking life. Yeah. And all of your fans. Nah, it's just the David fans. hates you. It's just the fans, I think. I think those are the guys that are pissing me off. Yeah, actually, the snare drum guy's a genius, if you think about it. One time, He's I just was like, dude, 
there's these suckers out there that uh, want to watch me. Bro, honestly, if he, it could be the case. He's like, I just did this once as a joke, and then a bunch of people were like, oh. And then you I, ever see that Black Mirror episode? He does it. He's a war, he's a world touring musician. This guy. Have you ever seen the Black Mirror episode where like you you build up points by riding a bike so that you can go perform on American Idol? Mm-hmm. And then the guy like threatens to kill himself, and then they like hire him to threaten to kill himself on live TV Every once night. a week. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's like he never thought it would turn into something, but he's got to go with it now. You know? Yeah. Maybe not, yeah. or maybe he does it in protest of the war. Of the war? Yeah. Maybe it's protest songs. It could be, man. I, like I said, I. Um, but anyway, um, if you're in the Los Angeles area, time for plugs, time for plugs, baby plugs. If you're in the Los Angeles area, I have a show February 22nd at a hotel cafe. Please. I'm wearing a plug right now. A butt plug. Maybe. Wait, what do you mean? Is that, was that just a joke? Yes. Yeah. Sick one. You messed it up. Not me. Yeah. I, I said, I I'm wearing a plug. Uh, yeah, wish my response. Hotel Whatever. Cafe. Hotel Cafe. Uh, come out, see your boy, Sun Grove. Um, Carl plays in the band. Apparently, it's a sitting room. I didn't Fuck know that. that dude. We're going to go. If you try to sit down, we're going to pull the chairs out from under you and kick your table over. So I don't mind sitting room, sitting room shows. I actually... Actually, you know what I was thinking about the other day? Huh. You, uh... As a... As a... Old man who has to wear diapers now. How you like? All right, let me let me just calm down here. Okay. And try to gather my thoughts. <laughs> let me just get here. Okay. I used to go to concerts when I was a kid, and I used to go with our friend Tyler, and his mom would take us. Okay. Right. And his mom would always we'd be like, oh, we're gonna like get to the front, and she'd be go. She said. I'll be up in the balcony. I'll watch you guys down there. Find me when we're done. Okay. And I always remember like, dude, like the balcony sucks. The balcony sucks, dude. I want to be up front where the action is. I love the balcony. Yeah, the balcony sucks. The balcony is the best place to watch a concert. Yeah, I like, was I when I saw uh L C D sound system, I think it was L C D sound system. Maybe it was a different concert. I don't remember. It was just Cam and I and the balcony had uh, like a long bar on the balcony and stools. So you could sit awesome. at the railing in a stool and have a table in front of you and put your drink there and hang out. Yeah. A lot of people didn't sit because that way you can make more room for more people. Yeah. But like still, it was cool. I, I, I feel like I either need to be in a mosh pit. Or give me the balcony. I don't want to just... I don't, don't mind being in the crowd, but I don't want to be up close anymore. Because a lot of the times... sounds that good. Well, a lot of the times you're too close to be in direct, like, projection of the main speakers. Yeah. And the only speakers that are close to you are the monitors on stage. And they're facing the other way for the band to hear them, not for you to hear them. Yeah. And then you're also close enough for, like... You're hearing like the guitar amp sometimes, so it's like the mix is a little bit weird because you're not hearing it through monitors. You're hearing what's on stage. We're obviously like, talking about rooms that are maybe like 500 to 1,000 cap rooms. Yeah. Think of, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to try to appeal to every city in the country. Yeah, go ahead. 
Rattle Name off. one venue in every city in the world. Uh, uh, the best place to st- the best place is if you want to truly experience the sonically the best experience for a concert. It is gonna be right in front of the guys mixing it, in front of the sound booth, and that dude. That's where we were for. Uh, uh, oh no, shit! Did we fuck up? No. Um, that's where we were for Time Impola. Yeah. Back for Desert Days. Mm-hmm. Literally, it was awesome. Because it was the soundboard, and there was a fence, and I could lean against the fence. Yeah, that was because really I'm an nice. old man. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, and then we got the best. We got the best mix. Um, so yeah, that's. Hang on, sorry. No, we're good. Um. <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, the reason I but I oh. uh, I went to go see. Who the fuck was it? It was, I think, James Vincent McMorrow back in the day in Philadelphia. And we were we got there early, and it was at the front at the stage. And the guy, a guy comes out, like one of the roadies is like, hey, you guys should move or back up because, like, they're going to set his keyboard up, and you're not going to be able to see him. Like, he's going to have a bunch of synths stacked mm. up right here, and you're fucked. And I was like, oh, shit. So literally, like... There was people pressed all the way up onto the stage and then like a bubble, like a hollow bubble in the crowd right where he he was because he had a keyboard that like if you were standing too close to the stage, you wouldn't be able to see him whatsoever. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to be standing here. Obviously, the intention is not you're not supposed to be James Vincent McMorrow. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So I saw him at uh, the Paradise Rock Club in Boston. In Boston. We should wrap it up anyway. Okay. What time is it? Uh, you gotta go to work. Yeah. You should go to work like that. That'd be a great idea. Yeah? I'm sure that everybody would get a kick out of it. I really was upset I didn't go to work in the elf costume for Halloween. I really should have done that. Whatever. Next year. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, shit. Stay tuned. Next week, Sugar Pit. Oh, Sugar Pit's coming on the pod. Yeah. Well, he already did come on the pod, but we're releasing it next week. Yeah. Uh, he was our first guest on the Nobody Loves You podcast, and now he's uh, fucking super famous and stuff. So it's it's our doing. And also a great guy. He's all right. Oh, and we're going to... Ah, no, I won't announce that. We got a lot of stuff coming for 2024. So uh, I, st- I want to start asking... I want to start... Subscribe. I don't like saying it, but you should. It helps. It's cool. I like it. It makes me happy. If you watch the pod, if you've watched this far, just fucking sub up, son. Yeah, if you made it this far into an episode and you haven't subscribed, it's kind of weird, to be honest. No, but it's not that weird. That's why I'm I'm trying to say it, because like I do that all the time. There's people that I watch all the time, and I don't, and I'm like, oh shit, I don't actually subscribe. It's because you just can you can consume it, and you don't think to subscribe. So if you want to, go ahead. Uh, Subscribe, it makes baby happy That's fucking gross Baby Goodbye everybody